0: It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Allen back to pass in the pocket to the end zone. Yes! It is by down. Patrick Peterson! I and he slides down! Woo! And the Minnesota Vikings are eight and one what a game! We're still having fun. We're eight and one! Snap placement, kick is up, and it yes! is good! Yes! Good! And there is your Dagger! 28-yard field goal. 31 to 28, Green Bay, and the Packers have ended the five game losing streak. This was a heavyweight battle here in Austin, but tonight, the man in the purple trunks won. TCU, 17, Texas, 10.
1: And the eyes of West Virginia collectively are on the leg of Casey. The ball will be put down at the 15-yard line. A 25-yard field goal to put West Virginia on top. Austin Brinkman is the snapper. Colton McGee is the holder. The snap. The kick. It's up. The kick is good! The gun! West Virginia has defeated the Oklahoma Sooners on a Casey leg field goal to win it! Mountaineer players storm onto the field. It's West Virginia 23, Oklahoma 20, and it is a great thing to be a Mountaineer wherever you may be.
2: Not as good of a day to be a Sooner.
1: Hour 2,
2: t Row in the morning show. It's always a great day to be a Sooner. Wasn't as much fun, though. My call was not as exciting. Monday, November fourteenth, new day, new week. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. XOE, it's the place to be. That's where you can get the bad boys. That's where you can get the CF motos. Our guys over at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Hey, Christmas is rolling around. Christmas is rolling around Extreme Outdoor Equipment. You talk about where you can get the big-time Christmas present. <laughs> A one and turkey bacon back with you, Toby Roland, T.J. Perry. We are the SpongeBob and Patrick of Oklahoma Sports Radio. Thank you for tuning us in here on the Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Uh, T.J., I think we got a special guest calling in this segment, so just let me know when he is on the line. Okay. Oh yes. Okay. Hey, I got to let you guys know about this. The World Cup starts next Sunday. I'm not letting you know about that, although I am, if you didn't know, it does. Most of you know. The first game is next Sunday. The host country will be playing. And we are going to be giving away teams to the World Cup. TJ, how excited are you
3: about this Giveaway that we're having this. Um, when I found out about it, I cursed out the uh, account exec that let me know about this, the salesperson that uh, let me know, and I said, "What are you doing? Are you an idiot?" And he mm. said, "Yeah, I'm an idiot." What well, now? Why would you feel that way, TJ? <laughs> I was just messing with him. I was just having some. Are fun you with not him. fully excited
2: about the World Cup? Um. I don't lie to the people. No, Mm. I'm not. All right. Well, uh, there are 32 teams that will go to battle starting next Sunday across the world. It'll play out over the course of a month or so. And we are giving away the field of the World Cup. Uh, Now, just to clarify, each of you who is lucky enough to get a team, you will get a country. But. In theory only, TJ, you are not actually getting that. You don't country. own the rights to the country. No, no, you just for the sake of this contest, you get this team. So next on this this Wednesday, this Wednesday show, we will be giving away. It's going to be very similar to a golfer giveaway. If you've been with us for any of our Kentucky Derby giveaways, it'll be very similar to that. We'll have thirty-two teams to give away, and. Um, I don't know how the prizes are going to work. I don't know if it's just first place or first, second, and third. We'll uh, have Trevor let us know exactly how the prizes are going to, be, how, going to work. But we will have big-time prizes to give away for the winners. And uh, if you're a soccer fan, or even if you're not, maybe this will give you somebody to cheer for, other than the United States of America, obviously. And somebody's getting the USA because we're in it this time around. That'll be on this Wednesday's... Show By the way, we've had a lot of texts. How did Leeds do this weekend? They lost 4-3 to to Tottenham. Had a 3-2 lead late and let it get away. It was painful. Wednesday's show will be our big World Cup giveaway. TJ, we need to revisit how we did on Friday's show, by the way, the show you are not here for. Uh, I can just tell you that um, we did do... TJ's gut, because it's sponsored, however, we changed the name of it to Drake's Take. It does not go on your record, okay? Okay. Drake predicted OU would win 45-27. to 27. Mm. <laughs> I leave He was close on the West day. Virginia end of it. Steely's uncle predicted 57-5 to five would be the final score on Saturday.
3: By the way, had I been here, I would have told you the gut was feeling like a 24-20 to West Virginia win.
2: You mm, would have been one point off.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Three predictions, TJ. Without any fudging, mm-hmm.
3: not that I would ever do that, a perfect 5-for-5 five five this week. I was listening when you did your uh, three predictions, and uh, I actually mentioned to someone right when early in the game a one happened. Stutzman? Yes.
2: Yeah, it was a remarkable, remarkable performance by me. Uh, my three predictions this week: Danny Stutzman would have a sack and a takeaway. That's amazing, TJ. I just, you want to just for a second give it up to me for that one? No, we. Need Toby, to you're right the right greatest. There. Thank you. We'll pause right there, and we'll get back to my greatness in a bit. Uh, special guest joining us right now. We got kind of an announcement to make jason belzer is on the line not former sooner jason belzer this is jason belzer who joins us live right now good morning jason how are you
4: good morning toby how are you i'm doing really well this morning that's good that's good
2: jason is the ceo of something that i think we're going to break some news this morning is that right jason
4: that's right, that's right. So I'm the CEO of Crimson & Cream, which is an NIL collective that was formed about a month and a half ago uh, in Norman, Oklahoma, and we are supporting student-athletes through our programming, um, working at arm's length with the university, uh, but we have um, established an amazing program, and we are announcing uh, a very, very large gift that has come into our collective uh, and we are launching uh, a match campaign for the next 33 days to raise an additional three million dollars for the nil collective
2: wow okay Uh, well let's start with the large gift Uh, are we allowed to say who it's from and how much it is or anything
4: So, unfortunately, the donor has asked to remain anonymous, uh, but they have put in uh, multiple seven figures into the collective. uh, So an (laughs) exceptional gift. And what they said was, I want you to be able to use this money um, to help raise more money for the collective. The NIL ecosystem, as many people know, is something that is sort of the new arms race in college athletics. Uh, There are universities around the country that have been able to raise substantial amounts of money to create opportunities for their student athletes. Oklahoma has been working hard in the space, um, but is a little bit behind. And so this very, very generous donor has come forward to create an opportunity to try to drive the entire Sooner Oklahoma fan base uh, to get behind NIL.
2: Okay, so how does it work? Crimson and Cream is the name of the NIL. And if fans are out there listening, how does it work? How can they get involved?
4: Yeah, so our our website is crimsoncreamcollective.com, crimsoncreamcollective.com. And any individual can come on the website. You can see our board of directors, which includes a lot of Sooner greats, um, Ryan Broyles, Ryan Springer, uh, Whitney Hand, uh, Jones. Um, but if you go on the website, you can go to the subscription page and you will be able to subscribe to the collective and the subscriptions range anywhere between 10 to $500 a month, depending on the type of access, uh, and value that you're getting. And we will match that subscription two to one for the next 33 days if you come in. So if you come in at the $25 level, uh, that generous donor will match that and bump you up to the $50 level. Come in at $100, they'll bump you up to the $250 level. So it's a great way to drive opportunity. Uh, and the truth is, as we see uh, with some of the performance of, of Sooner Sports, particularly Sooner Football, um, in order to stay competitive in recruiting right now, name, image, and likeness is number one, two, and three. Uh, and so if the OU fan base wants to see an improvement on the field, it's going to take an improvement in the recruiting space. And the only way to make that happen is to help drive opportunities through Crimson and Cream for student athletes at the university.
2: And you're trying to raise $3 million in the next 30 days, and uh, that is not kind of a random amount because National Signing Day is coming up in mid-December. So that's kind of the whole purpose here, right?
4: That's correct, yeah. So we said let's put a campaign together uh, that runs about a month to National Signing Day, uh, which is on December 14th. And $3 million is sort of the median amount right now for an NIL class in college football recruiting. There have been a lot of numbers thrown around, and there are some pretty substantial um, war chests that have been built uh, by universities like Ohio State and Alabama, LSU, USC. Uh, In fact, we saw last year when Coach Riley left for USC that uh, a number of Oklahoma recruits went with him. And part of the reason for that was that USC had a very robust NIL program that was very attractive. Uh, And so for Oklahoma to say, hey, we want to be competitive in this space, $3 million is essentially the bare minimum floor uh, the reality is that we're working hard behind the scenes to drive even more money into the collective. We're building relationships with businesses within the Oklahoma community. We're having conversations with key people throughout the state and region um, to, to contribute to the collective. But if we can't get to that $3 million mark, then the future for OU football in particular is not going to be great because they're not going to be able to be competitive when they go into... Uh, A young man's living room and say hey we want you to come to this university
2: and what do folks get if they uh sign up if they become members what does that give them access to other than the donation
4: yeah absolutely so and and i wouldn't even categorize it as a donation it's not a donation it's a description so they are getting a product they are getting uh real value in return for their money uh and it depends on what level they come in but as an example the One of the key areas is having access to exclusive events and opportunities. So just as an example, we had uh, an autograph signing two weeks ago at the Baylor game where we hosted the women's softball team and women's basketball teams. I had hundreds of people sign up and if they were a member, uh, they were able to cut the line. They were able to get right to the front of the line to be able to meet the girls, uh, interact with them, get their autographs. We are creating an ecosystem that allows for exclusive content. So If you want to hear from your favorite student-athletes, be able to access those types of things. Also memorabilia, autographs, we have an awesome NFT program coming up. Um, and so there is real value. If you are a true Sooner fan, you want to have access for yourself and your family, uh, to get things that you couldn't get before because the reality is them, you weren't allowed to interact with student-athletes. Um, this is something that's really, really, really cool. And, you know, at the highest levels, it allows for training sessions with student-athletes. You want to have uh, one of the student-athletes come to your house and teach your, your son or daughter how to throw a football or, or hit a huh. baseball. That's all part of it. Um, so this is a new age, and this is the, the vehicle that allows Sooner fans to be able to have access to those types of opportunities.
2: All right, this is breaking news. This press release is going out later today. You're hearing it here first. I'm looking at the press release right now. you got quotes in here from President Harris from Joe Castiglione, uh, from Brent Venables, everybody in support of this. Uh, Statements of support from Ryan Broyles is on the advisory board. Jeremiah Hall, Whitney Hand Jones, Destiny Martinez, Ryan Spangler. Uh, This is a a big effort, Uh, CrimsonandCreamCollective.com. That is the website. Again, anything else we need to let folks know about, Jason?
4: I think that uh, the most important thing for fans to understand is that, uh, you know, NIL is a good thing. There's been a lot of folks that have said, why is it that we need to um, start figuring out ways of compensating our student-athletes when they get all these other opportunities? The reality is that many student-athletes at the university are not on full scholarship. uh, And even the ones that are on full scholarship, they don't have the bandwidth to go out and get a job when we were regular old students in college, we had an opportunity to go and work somewhere part-time to make a few dollars. That's not the case for most student athletes who have a loaded schedule. And so NIL finally allows them to be able to earn money. And most of them are not earning big dollars. We will be fully open about that. The average student athlete is not going out and suddenly earning $100,000 a year. They may hopefully be able to make a few thousand bucks from NIL. And so if you care about student Athletics, if you enjoy watching or going to games, the opportunity to empower these student-athletes to make the most of their time in Norman is something that matters. And we hope that the Oklahoma Sooners community, who has rallied before in times of need, is going to be able to come together to help create what we hope will be the greatest NIL program in the country.
2: Jason, one more point of clarification, because I'm on your website right now. Uh, this is not only about football. It, it certainly will be about football but uh, correct this is about all sports in fact it, i see a, a drop down menu here that says you can choose the sport so when you make your uh subscription or donation are you choosing what sport you'd like for this to go to or no
4: that is 100 percent correct yes so okay. when you come in you can decide i'm coming in at 25 dollars a month and supporting gymnastics or mm-hmm. baseball and the match will go for that particular sport. Yes, absolutely. So okay. no expectation. We know there's a lot of folks out there that care more about other sports than football. And we want them to support whatever sport they want to get behind.
2: There is an all-sports option as well. But if I, And I've, I think this is important because I've heard a lot of fans out there who are, for example, OU baseball or softball fans who i like, I'd, I'd like to just support them. Um, and that is an option if you'd like to do this. So, All right, Crimson and Cream Collective. No, no, Crimson Cream Collective. No and in there. CrimsonCreamCollective.com. Uh, big announcement today, and uh, Jason Bells are here to tell us all about it. Jason, thank you so much. Good luck to you guys.
4: Thank you, Toby. We uh, We appreciate the support, and Boomer Sooner.
2: Boomer Sooner, thank you. Uh, very good. Uh, TJ, I cannot believe I just had that conversation over the air regarding collegiate sports. It's just shocking. <laughs> it is. Uh, it did. is
3: still a new world. Like even with him saying certain things that I'm like, this is just, it's amazing that it's able to happen even now. I reached so, out to yeah. people
2: yesterday. I was like, are you sure it's okay for me to talk about this on the radio? And they're like, yeah, you know, there's meetings about it and everybody signed off and I'm like, are you a hundred percent sure that I'm not going to get in trouble. about <laughs> this on
3: the radio. It's just so bizarre. Uh, it is weird. It is weird. Now you couldn't even say a kid's name. Uh, you, uh, I, I still can't uh, say. Caden uh, Cooper. Name. You didn't say his name earlier, and no. I never. I was I wasn't able to jump in on you, but like you didn't want to say his name on the uh, basketball signing. So yeah, Amazing. or commitment. So they've had
2: a. Uh multiple multiple million dollar donation has been made to jumpstart this and they're trying to raise another three million every dollar you donate is matched for the next 30 days or subscribe to crimsoncreamcollective.com i know there's options out there there's different nil's different collectives all that kind of stuff you do what's best uh, for you or which one you prefer this is a new one that is is out there and i do like the fact tj that you know, for example, if you're an OU baseball fan and you're like, I want to support the baseball guys and I want to make sure my money goes to baseball, they've got the option here to make sure that, that right that happens. And, I mean, and with the
3: cool. people that are behind this, the athletes that are behind this, they represent many different sports, yeah. both male and yeah. female. So, yeah. All right. We'll be back.
0: The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment, four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, Travel trailers or motorhome rentals. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108.
3: T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Home of the eight ninety nine dollars listing fee. Great service. Same as you'll get with any other realtor out there but saves you thousands of dollars. Call Terry Saxon, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com Air Comfort Solutions text line. Do not cancel ESPN Plus now. Well, I was joking about that. I'm not really switching for Paramount Plus. But um, but don't out there anyway, uh, according to this texter. Softball is coming up, and it looks like we may be playing more football on there moving forward. I guess the guy that lost 10 games in five years set the program back so much it will take us years to recover. <laughs> A little tongue-in-cheek there uh <laughs> yeah
2: we're gonna have a lot i mean we had uh we're just now getting to the uh part of the year when the espn plus is really gonna be
3: handy all the basketball now watch and basketball. baseball and softball and everything yeah? friday night the roku was still logged in a boy a couple of clicks of four different remotes and i yeah, was there we're figuring it out baby <laughs> uh, i don't know what is needed but i do believe we will get there i believe uh in brent and his vision I would rather have growing pains and not have a good season than be only good enough to win the Big 12 but fall short in the playoffs. That's from Joe in Dell City. That's kind of the whole question here, isn't it? Like, um,
2: OU has been really good. hmm Really good. Consistent good, yes. Consistent great. Just not good enough to win at all. Yes. Good enough to get to the... Get to the party, not good enough to win it.
3: Um, Tight shoes, have to sit down at the dance pretty quick.
2: So the hope is, the hope, here's the hope, as frustrating and as maddening as this is, and maybe this will be wrong, but the hope is that you brought in a guy who knows how to build what it takes to win it all. He's seen it, he's been there, he's done it. And it's going to be painful in the early stages. Nobody hoped it would be this painful, but it is. And hopefully that uh, given time, maybe next year, maybe five years, but given time this is going to end in OU winning an eighth national championship and maybe more. So that's that's the hope. Now, there have been some things that have happened this year that have made people doubt that, and I get it. Uh, We're not used to losing this many games around here um we're not used to honestly tj a whole lot of people made a whole lot of fun about benny wiley and and strength and conditioning programs ou's been really good in fourth quarters the last few years i mean you look back to the trey sermon and samaj P. rinds and how many times we got the ball with six or eight minutes left in the game and just put it away because we were the bigger batter football team that's kind of been the norm there's some exceptions out there but more often than not, OU's been really good in fourth quarters. And now they're not, man. Now they're now they're not. Like they again, for the second straight week, had a football game, they're on the fingertips to win, and could not get a stop in the fourth quarter. But that being said, hopefully the plan is that uh, you know, the plan is, not hopefully, the plan is that that this thing's gonna get tore down to the studs and built back up and be a championship program. So that's what we gotta hope for. In Brent we believe, right, Teach? Yes.
3: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's right. right. Uh <laughs> Toby. Yeah. Is Ted Roof proven he hasn't stayed anywhere for long? Six six schools in as many years. Six schools. That's hard to say. Six
2: schools. Uh, I don't know if they were referencing to what I was just talking about. I was talking about Brent Venables.
3: Yeah, this came in before you referenced okay. that. This came in at six something this morning, yeah. Um I think Ted Roof
2: is a um is a proven commodity in college football. He has not stayed anywhere very long. That is true and he's been a whole lot of places. So it depends on which stop you pick as to how successful he's been there. Um but yeah, I don't, no, no, we'll see going forward what that all looks like. I think that it has been, from my vantage point, and we wondered this coming in with Brent. He's been in charge of defenses his whole life. He's been 100% fully invested every time the defense is on the field. Is he going to be able to give that responsibility and the reins over to someone else? And that process has been interesting to watch this year because I think the year started with that being the case and then it wasn't the case and now it's kind of is and isn't depending on how the game's going it from my perspective anyway. Looks like sometimes Brent's calling the plays looks like sometimes Ted's calling the plays. So that whole dynamic has been fascinating. And we'll see where it all lands going forward. But um probably smooth is not the adjective that would apply.
3: Come on, people. OU will be just fine. Don't give up on Brent Venables. OU's got a bright future. Except from the 918. Right, thank you, 918. How much is T-Row getting paid from this ESPN Plus? Jeez! How much, Toby? Be honest. Um... I don't
2: get any money from ESPN. We Plus. want the truth. I don't get any money directly from ESPN Plus. I do get paid by the university. But nothing from ESPN Plus. <laughs> now, no, that's not. Well, it is kind of. It, I do broadcast games on ESPN Plus, but that payment doesn't come from ESPN Plus. So, I I, I
3: kind of get paid by them i guess you hear this dancing people you hear this dancing the answer i have it right here i looked it up i just googled it i do get paid to be on espn plus
2: broadcasts but it doesn't come from espn plus does that make sense
3: it does it does but it says here you receive an additional two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year to push subscriptions Uh, it says right here on google i'm I'm looking at it right here okay well (laughs) hey everybody go get an espn plus (laughs) subscription for pizza (laughs) He just wishes that were true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if that were true, I'd be selling it. Uh, Schnellenberger three and o, five and five. Venables three and o, five and five. Two teams in the top ten of talent rankings that have five or more losses. O U and A and M. That is the company we are keeping now. Both coaches are clowns and make terrible decisions and cannot get their teams prepared to play. Wow, right. seems a bit hard. Wow. Uh, this person wants to know Toby. Yes. Is it baseball season yet? Not quite. Almost. Mm, Like 90 Yeah, normally we start a 100-day countdown for football. We're under that for for baseball. Yeah. Yeah. 95 days, something like that. Uh, Last one before we hit the break here. Let's see. Good morning. Are you able to check who did play-by-play in color for the OU West Virginia game and the Kansas State Baylor game? Were they the same guys? People were complaining how terrible they were at calling the OU game.
2: No, they weren't the same people. How would they be no, the same people? That would be people? very quick on a jet. Yeah. yeah. No, they weren't the same people. I uh, just threw away my game notes, so if you will, on the other side of this break, I can get you the names of yeah, the OUS Virginia remember. guys. Gilbert. I didn't recognize
3: them. Uh, Alexander Anthony Gilbert something. Like the guy, um, the guy that was doing uh, color—I can't remember his name—but he reminded me of the guy that does American Warrior uh, Ninja, Ninja Warrior. Uh, like he was shockingly surprised by everything. Oh, whoa! Did you see that three-yard run? That was a three-yard run.
2: Shocked. I can best sum up my feelings for that last question. Like this. Uh, Exactly how you always have. Go to Chick-fil-A today and complain to them about your McDonald's hamburger. (laughs)
0: 7.36. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire. Wind. Theft. Tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510.
3: You've been speaking to the officials all night. What's your reaction to some of those calls in the first half? What's
1: your reaction? You're watching the same game I am. Uh, I think you ought to comment on it, uh, positive or negatively, whatever's running through your mind. <laughs> Is he drunk? <laughs> He's cold, man.
2: Spike <laughs> uh, <laughs> Leach at halftime on uh, Saturday. Uh, all right, Toby and TJ, back with you here on the Ref, the home of Sooner fans, on a Monday morning. TJ, don't let me forget—we have not finished talking about my greatness. Okay, we got to get back to that at some point.
3: Will that be our West uh Yellow Gosney Sooner review as your no, greatness? No, we're going to get to talking
2: about the football okay. game at okay. some point too. Which is, we just, remember
3: we got interrupted
2: talking about my greatness, and we got to circle back to it. So, <laughs> okay, I'll remind let's you. get Sean. Let's get Sean in here real fast. Good morning, Sean.
1: Good morning, Toby, and I will be. Staying on uh, the tune in to hear more about your greatness. That's thank uh, you. yes. I want to thank you. I uh, was able to use my and Sooner Sports Properties and Rudy's. I was able to use my gift card. Fantastic. Nice. I had never, I had never eaten uh, dinner there. I've had their breakfast tacos before, but oh, I'd never great. eaten dinner there, and it was really good. I uh, uh, so two thumbs up. And again, thanks to everyone that made that possible. Yeah. Um, Onto the game real quick. One, your greatness is off on one thing. Uh, okay. and I know it was a quick analogy, but, of course, Samaje never worked out under Benny Wiley. He only worked out under Schmidt. That's true. And Sermon only had the one year, and then he thought, this is so bad I need credit. to go to Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs>
2: but How dare you shoot down my theory? <laughs> well, I do
1: apologize for that. We were good in fourth uh,
2: quarters most of the time, though.
1: I'll stick with no, that. No, they, they, they have been. I think – While I disagree a little bit on some of the arguments, I think you may have been on some of the excuse-making. I do think we may have been heading for this no matter what. Potentially, that might be right, yeah. Yeah, because you could see there was a a slide every year Riley was here, and I do think the QB play at an elite level could bail you out a couple of times, but – but what was frustrating Saturday? I've got a question for you, and then I've got one thing that really frustrated me. Westford to all the I like I like Brent a lot. I think he's a great guy. None of this is fake. It is you know, it all it all is genuine from him, and I appreciate the work he's putting in. What was frustrating Saturday, that is a bad West Virginia team that did not play appreciably well and beat us. They went on a 16-play game-ending drive to beat you. They're not that good. <laughs> that That's frustrating. But I was going to ask you, did you ever get an explanation on, one, no. I did not know you could review penalties, and two, on the, the targeting that wasn't called?
2: Yeah, no, I, I – I, was wondering if television did. No. The flag no. that they picked up on the end zone on the hit to C.J. Colden is mind-boggling. Like very much. What happened there? Now remind me of the reviewed penalty.
1: That's where Willis scores, oh. and then they went to review it, and they said no, there was it's a, a penalty play. on the play. Yeah, yeah, it's a
2: it's a scoring play, and so you can you can look at that again. Um, but you can
1: call a penalty.
2: Yes. Well, yeah, you can see whether it's in front of the line of scrimmage or not. Yeah.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. I got
2: you. So he well, I... like it's not a flag. If that ball's caught behind the line of scrimmage, you're allowed to pick. But right. so he's he's saying that's a pick. But I think it happened in front of the line of scrimmage and since it was a scoring play, they can go back and look at it. That's my understanding anyway. So Okay. But yeah, uh but yeah, the, then... the one in the end zone is is I have no idea. They did not offer an explanation on the announcement. They just said
1: no flag in the end zone. And that was a big well, call. Well, And that completely changed what would have been. Because those, those weren't offsetting penalties. That happened right. after. Correct. It would have so been 4th like fourth and fourth 15, and 20, right? 25. Now, Twenty-five. I think
2: yeah. we were trying to figure it out on the air. It was 4th and 15. The offsides right. would have made it 4th and 10. And that penalty occurred after the play, which would have been 15 yards, and backed it up to make it fourth and 25. I think that's what would have happened yeah. if that penalty had stood.
1: That, that's what I thought as well. And, yeah, that completely changes at least that series. So, anyway, but the one and then one last thing. I understand the sentiment. I, I, I believe in it. I want it to be true as well. But i got to tell folks something. You're not going to get the players you need to get out of this Whole perceived whole, if you're not winning that's i mean look at florida state look at miami you know there's a litany of teams granted i think that i but basically that's it i don't know how you get the talent you you need if you're not winning yeah much harder anyway i appreciate your time and thanks again to everyone appreciate it
2: yeah yeah no he made a couple of good points in there uh one It wasn't just one. It was two long drives to end the third, start the fourth, and then to end the game. One of them included a fake punt in there. Uh, There was also a uh, fumble in there (laughs) that they recovered. And then there was the penalty that was picked up. It was really a bizarre couple of drives there. One of them ended in the uh, Garrett Green touchdown run, and the other one ended in the game-winning field goal there was a three and out sandwiched in between them early in the or midway through the fourth quarter as well but west virginia is a weird team i do agree that for the majority of the season they haven't been good they've been enigmatic they've been um um they've been uh inconsistent they've had moments like they beat baylor at home um, they went to Virginia Tech and beat them by, like, 28, they, they, maybe 30. They, they killed them there. Um, I don't know what it is with backup quarterbacks, but Oklahoma has struggled for years now when somebody goes to their backup quarterback. And Garrett Green was a good player last year. Like, Garrett Green came in last year and gave him fits, and JT Daniels lost his job Saturday, which gets us back to, my genius, TJ, if you don't mind. Yes, please. Because, uh, uh, my... Let's hear
3: how great you are. By the way, that three kid uh, that kid reminded me uh, Baker Mayfield-esque in some of the things he was doing on uh, Saturday. And I, li- I, I, I was thinking team.
2: Chandler Morris
3: is what I was thinking. <laughs> scoop, when, when yeah, yeah maybe Scoop, yeah. So uh,
2: three predictions. Danny Stutzman sack and takeaway. Amazing. Eric Gray over 200 all-purpose yards, I said. He had over 200 yards rushing the game. Fake! Fake! That was one of my predictions. Uh, we had a fake punt in this contest, TJ. OU would wear alternate uniforms, mm-hmm. and
3: JT Daniels would be replaced by Garrett Green. That was the one, and when it happened, I'm like, look at this guy.
2: Mm-hmm. And Drake said, well, if all those things happen, OU's going to win easily. Said, <laughs> exactly right. You
3: did. You said, uh, we'll see. Or not necessarily. However you put it, yes. Yeah. So okay. Now Gosh, we need to you take are a such break. A genius. I know, isn't
2: it amazing? Wow. I'm gonna spend this uh, commercial break patting myself on the back. Coming up, more of your text, TJ. We got to talk about this game, okay? So 8:05, we're gonna spend that whole segment talking a little more about this game. We also have to update everybody on the Pizza Hut Ref Royal Rumble major developments this week in the Rumble. We'll be back.
0: Bringing you the physical, relentless, suffocating coverage of the Sooners you deserve. This is The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Toby and TJ
3: back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Terry Saxon, Jackie Saxon, Saxon Royalty Group. They're great people. they can be great for you and they save you thousands. The $8.99 listing fee. 405-361-3380 or com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. It's obvious your lucky socks don't work. You should have tossed them, Toby, from David and Moore.
2: I did toss them. Did you listen to the story at all? No, he did. He did.
3: Uh, yeah, He was saying he was agreeing with you, I think. Like, yeah, yeah. toss them. Get rid of those things. That's right. Uh, Somebody was probably thinking what happened to that sock. Don't know if I want to touch that. (laughs) Well, it was probably yeah, a, it you, a, it you, a hole in it. You didn't, like, just shove it in the little netting in front of your seat or something, yeah, did you? that's right. I oh,
2: right oh in the gross. No, you didn't. Seat back right there so the next uh, person riding the
1: plane would find it. Disgusting.
3: <laughs> oh, you fans are monsters. The Look at this sock.
2: <laughs> I just folded it up in the tray so that the next person that pops the tray down, a sock would fall right
3: oh, in their lap. Gross. Uh several here I'm gonna skip past that you guys just discussed, asking about the flag uh yeah. the end What's zone weird? shot. It was weird and I didn't understand it and there was no like you said, no explanation. Even the guys on T V were like, huh, okay. I like but there was I mean without that official coming in and saying this is why, you you don't know why, but Obviously, they it's did. It's not like
2: it was close. It was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe he didn't hit him that hard right. after the play was over. Like, it's, it was obvious. Like, it was blatantly obvious what happened. So, I have no idea. We'll try to ask Brent tonight about it.
3: Uh, Picking up the uh, Picking that up. Uh, What? I don't know what that is about Jennifer hmm. Aniston. I'm going to skip past that. Uh, BV is more of a life coach than a head coach is what this texter says. Hey, speaking of head coaches, uh, yes. I disagree with that.
2: How about my boy Jeff Saturday yesterday getting a win, huh? I'm back in on the Colts,
3: baby. You're all in. You're buying
2: into well, Jeff Saturday. We're, we're, d- we're, d- we're done with the Ellinger experiment. We got Matt Ryan back at quarterback. I love Jeff Saturday.
3: Back in on the Colts. Want to know? Well, I'm off Mike McCarthy. Fire him lose to a terrible packers team i uh, well, that was a tough one for you yesterday uh, uh, yeah and we had you know the couple that we uh we we swapped you know on game days when it's cowboys what? uh packers and huh? uh <laughs> joking uh but jenny's the cowboy fan scott's the packer fan. So they came over to see us and watch the game and drake i'm gonna need that clip please. i know i know um yeah, I was like, man, this is the year. I think I'm going to be talking trash. We're going to them. You were em. also
2: kind of pulling for Aaron Rodgers. Actually, uh,
3: too, no, not during that game. I was pulling all Cowboys. And then they put up the graphic of Cowboys are 195 and 0 <laughs> in their franchise history, went up 28 to 14. I'm like, how do you even have this stat uh, at such and such point of the game? And I'm like, well, there it goes. Cowboys are going to lose this game. Sure enough, <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, Mike McCarthy. I think you did it on Should purpose. Did you kick the field goal? He should have done a lot of things, but yes, kicked the field goal. Should uh, OU have kicked the field goal? Um
2: fourth quarter, tie game, they went for the field goal and it hit off the crossbar. No, it hit, or off, or the hit off the crossbar. Uh, it wasn't the crossbar, it was the, uh, post, uh, the upright. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, upright.
3: Um yes, they should have. Okay. It was terrible conditions, but he should have hit that. So it was the right call, I think. All right. Uh, let's see here one more before we uh, hit the top of the hour here. Uh, it was the same play-by-play people. They were uh, doing a remote broadcasting on the other game.
2: Really? Yeah. How about that? I did not know that. I'm trying to think if I I guess I never went into the TV booth. So I guess I never did see any TV broadcasters on Saturday. Interesting. Top of the hour break. We'll be back.